You know, they say you can't keep a good man down. Well, I don't know how good of a man I am yet, but nonetheless. So what's up, everybody? My name is Joshua. I'm the world's mayor, and this is a different look. And uh, I got so frustrated. Actually, let me back up. I should back up because I, I'm going to timestamp this this broadcast also. It's 11-4-2022. I did a broadcast yesterday, and I, I said, good for great. And so, and that's what the episode's called. I recommend you checking it out. But I said that it could be my last broadcast because I don't really know what's going to happen. Definitely could be the last on this network. And, uh, and then I forgot that I have an interview today <laughs> that... And it's the one of the very reasons why we want to have a network to begin with, why we're led and called to have a network, it, why this matters so much to us. And, uh, and it's because we're going to interview somebody that is locked away in a shadow prison and has been there for, I think, 30, 40 years and has not been charged of a crime. I could be wrong on the, the amount of time. I mean, even if it's 10 years, the fact that he hasn't been charged and now he's and he's, and he's locked in the shadow prison in MSOP in Minnesota. And yesterday, let me find a different, pull it up here. Um, there's one thing. So broadcasting like this, the other thing I got so freaking tired of the lighting never being, what I need it to be to make the green screen work the way I want it to work because I want a certain look for the, my broadcast. And, you know, I, I, we haven't had the money to, to buy the perfect equipment and buy the, you know, all the stuff that I want to do from production because when we've been able to produce with other people's money and what we get to create, it's so much fun. And when you get to see how it's done correctly, you want to do it correctly. This is not how I want to broadcast. I didn't want to broadcast the other way that I'll show you the, hold on. Can I, how do I flip the camera around like this way? It doesn't matter. You think I could do that? Oh, well, this is the first time I've actually broadcast from a phone in so long that I don't, I don't even, I forgot how to do it. But anyway, my mic and camera, I've got this fancy AI camera that follows me around, but the truth is I never got it to work the way I needed it to. Could never get my mic the way I wanted it because I wanted to stand up and broadcast. And because I, I mean, in my brain, I'm doing the Tonight Show. Every broadcast, I mean, my version of it, but... Like this is, you know, this is my goal is to have a traveling, uh, my own version of the Tonight Show that travels all over the world, serves in the communities that it travels. That's what we would do in the work that we do with our foundation. And, uh, and then, of course, get to do my show and get to, you know, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what I want to do in the show. But the people that we want to celebrate, the people we want to elevate, the stories that we want to tell the music we want to play, the event that it will be. That's what I want to do. I don't, 
I mean, the way to oh, I, I, listen, I actually, it, wow, this is interesting. That it, this, okay, maybe this is a God thing that this is happening right now. This is how I started broadcasting. I, it started on a phone, and I'm back on a phone because then when I started and envisioning, this is this is kind of wild, envisioning that I was, when I was doing the Facebook Live, I was envisioning, and I talked about this yesterday, envisioning that I was doing a TV show because my dream was to be uh, like I wanted to be like an Oprah, a Howard Stern, an Opie and Anthony, a, For a Forbes Riley pitching products on HSN and QVC. I wanted, I, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I want to do. I also want to, you know, show people a way out of hell. And there's only one way to do that that I know of, and that's the love of Jesus. I, um, I genuinely don't I, – I said yesterday, like I was complaining about the equipment, the mic couldn't get right, the Wi-Fi, the, now the, the technology. The, actually, the technology I'm using now, what I was using on my computer, like for some reason, it was causing my computer to work at mass capacity because our MacBook broke, didn't have the money to replace it. Got my, I was so blessed to get this computer that I'm pointing at right now. And without this computer, we'd not be able to do 90% of what we do. Well, like now that this is not functioning, so I can't broadcast off that anymore. And it sucks because I was just like literally just fighting here. And I didn't know I was going to broadcast today. Like I was just going to go, okay, God, I'm I, I just going to surrender and I'm going to wait and see what you want to do. I'm going to see if you're going to keep the network alive and keep it going. Or... Or what are you going to do? And uh, so I just, I, I, I literally, I, I was not going to broadcast again. And then I remembered that I had a broadcast scheduled today. And I don't know how long it'll be on the network. Because again, like today's literally our day to pay. If we can't pay, then we lose all of our content. <sighs> but then I realized... And I was kind of bummed about that. But then I realized that I, I have the content all backed up. I mean, some of it we would lose. But I have all the content backed up on another platform that I don't think anyone even knows that our content is there. <laughs> but it's still sitting there, all of it. Because it's uh, synced up with my YouTube account. And the YouTube account that got taken down, well, all that content was sitting there. So what will happen if we lose our network? And I have a message today, I promise. But what will happen today is if, if, we, if, if we end up losing our network, is all of our content, because we don't focus on social media, we distribute to like news sites and, you know, because of for SEO and we want to, you know, drive traffic to our website. So the app will go away. So all the content will go there. Our apps like Roku and Amazon Fire, Apple TV, all that will go away. And then podcast stuff. 
Yikes. I don't know what will happen with the podcast. <laughs> I think I would just have to get the, get the news feed, find a new hosting provider. Or I lose it. I could lose that. That's okay. It's not that big of a deal. I'd lose the content on the website, um, or at least the video players and the audio players. So what we would have to do is go in, if we wanted to, and swap out the video players on every one of those shows. Or let it go. I don't know. Like, I have no idea what God would want me to do with that. I mean, the Internet's forever. But what do you do with over 500 episodes that you've done that other people have come on your broadcast? And I don't necessarily broadcast for, I mean, look, I love to do it. And, you know, the engagement and getting to talk to people and getting to, I mean, I, I, I honestly miss that about Facebook Live. To be honest, Facebook Live was a blast when it first started and how I even started broadcasting, treating this like a TV show because of what my end goal was. So it's kind of funny that here it is. I may lose. I've worked up. I, I've said so many times that like started and started broadcasting from a phone and graduated a podcast and, you know, streaming TV and then getting to be vice president of a network and then getting to run a network and then to lose a network maybe. And then could be back to a phone because now, I mean, it was a big deal to me to go from a phone to a, my own mic, a separate camera, and a laptop. It was a big deal to me because it made it a little bit more real of what the bigger dream was. Well, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny to go all the way back to the very, very beginning? And you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. I don't necessarily want the labor of trying to save all of my content. Um, but I love a new challenge. I love a new challenge. And, um, and I don't, I don't, I don't mind. I keep thinking about this. Like, I mean, literally, like it's not just losing our network. We could lose our house too. And yet have this peace of just knowing that God's going to take care of everything. And I thought about, you know, like not broadcasting again. And then so today I remember that I had the broadcast with a, a, a wild story. And then last night on the news, I saw this article. Um, let me pull this up. This is crazy. So, you know, we've started talking about civil commitment on our broadcast. And uh, let me find this. It's not paving the way. Oh, that's what I want to talk about today. So I'm going to read this for the, I'm going to do a separate broadcast with the guy in prison today. So you'll see two different, you'll, you'll see me twice today. But this, an article is on the news, came out last night talking about this 48-hour law, talking about civil commitment, talking about mental health, talking about the treatment of these prisoners. Like, it's coming out. And I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, the Scott County judge is calling out 
the Minnesota Department of Human Services for wrongful incarceration of a mentally ill man who was previously ordered to get treatment in a state hospital. This is this is solid news. Um, this is an act of God, I believe, that this is happening and getting attention. So we're going to talk about this later today. Um, and, you know, I've, now, I, now I remember why I wish that I could broadcast from a computer, because now I can't share the path. How can I do this? Can I? This would be amazing. Vocal video. I would have to download it to make this work on my phone. You know, I could have tried to figure this out before we brought you on today. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And this is, oh gosh, this is so funny because now, because I have the phone like this and I did, I didn't do my normal show stuff and intro and all of that. I wanted to talk about something that really lit me up today. And paving the way with signs and wonders. I'm going to share this video here. I wonder if you can hear this. No, you, you won't be able to because I have headphones in. The modern prophetic w movement paving the way for Mystery Babylon. I want to talk about this. Um, and it's Magical Mystery Church is, is whose YouTube this is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this video in, in what I'm going to talk about because I or I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, on the website, because I, I don't know, I'm not going to promote the app anymore. <laughs> but livemana.org, um, like our war, even if we lose everything, we're going to continue to serve. It's it, because this is what we want to do. I, we could lose everything. And Jessica and I are going to serve. We're going to do the work God's called us to do. And I don't care about the network. I mean, there's other ways around it. I, I wanted to use it to help people. Uh, even with the media organization, I wanted to help people. And the truth is I didn't help myself first. didn't help my family first because I just wanted to help other people. And my wife did too. And we've done that. And um, I will tell you that my faith in the Lord has not changed whatsoever because I've heard a million times over you got to build your own boat before you can build other people's. And I, you know, was trying to do that and help at the same time. And, uh, you know, it didn't work out. Or at least the timing of what we're trying to tell people, like maybe they just don't have the ears to hear. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe because the peop only people that know to care are the people with money. <laughs> maybe that's why. And the people that don't have the money, um, that care, because I, I know they're there because they see them do the work. I mean, we've got new blogs and new people coming on. We've got a, a new blog writer and a new, um, I mean, it was supposed to be a new podcast, but we'll find a way to work around that. 
because even if we lose it, I'm still going to help people. Like I said, I don't need all the fancy uh, apps and bells and whistles and all that stuff to do what God's called me to do. And I'm okay with not having all the fancy stuff, even though it is really fun to use really good production equipment. And to when your when your brain knows how to create something in a certain way, but you don't have the money to do it that the exact way, and so you piece things together. I should I need to speak like I and and thrift stores and whatever it takes, and anybody money any bit of money that we make we put back into our mission, and maybe you know maybe that. The, the timing of all this was too early, whatever, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't stop anything. God gave us a vision. We're pursuing it. And so it doesn't have to look exactly the way that I believed it was going to look. So I'm not stopping. And, um, but I also want to be, you know, honest. What's going on? It freaking sucks. My pride hurts a little bit. I don't like to lose. I definitely don't want to fail trusting God because that's what this would be. But I also don't look at it as like real failure because I'm not stopping. It would be failure if I quit. I don't know. Like I've lost so much because of the choices I made. I hurt so many people. The book, The Devil Inside Me, that Jessica and I wrote, and even the movie that we made, the concept movie, we, like, we've, 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 we believe in what we're doing. And all of these faith, these things that we've done in faith and, you know, the writing the book, making the movie and because of the vision that God gave us and, and to not see what we saw in the vision happening yet, it sucks. It sucks. And I have that voice in my head that says, ah, he's failing again or hearing say he deserves this. I know it's not true. I and I I got it to be honest with you. I can't say that I could have this attitude and have this peace. I mean, I'm bummed, yeah, but I have peace. If it, if I didn't have Jesus in my life, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way I could do it without Jesus. You know, and if I'm being honest, I don't necessarily want a lot of responsibility, but I'll take it on if that's what I'm called to do. But the way that we do broadcast, it's like a, every broadcast is a three to four hour process, at least. I mean, I personally would 
rather be using some of that time to do more projects or create more content. But we've tried to manage everything by ourselves. We don't have a team with our foundation. So we have time to serve and to create our own projects that we're led to, but there's more to this, the way it should operate. And we don't have the people in place. And I'll be honest, I don't really care to be a boss. I'm a creator <laughs> and I want to serve and I want to help people. And I don't necessarily want to like tell people what to do and give orders. I'll do it if I need to, but like, I believe in leading. I mean, me personally, I believe I'm called to lead a different way. I want to travel and serve. So having a bunch of extra equipment is not something that's necessarily need. So if I'm led to broadcast, then I can just, I guess, do what I just did today. Lean and mean. Doesn't have to be fancy, right? I mean, and I, I got to be honest, I feel more real like this. And I think maybe because it reminds me of Facebook Live where you're just hanging out and talking. Not so worried about everything being perfect. Kind of miss Facebook, even though I know it's toxic. I miss my friends on Facebook, even if they weren't real friends. Funny how that works. This is probably why so many people are going to like get sucked into Metaverse. I don't believe this. Everyone hating on Metaverse right now. I don't really believe that this is uh, that's going to last very long. I think people are going to be all for that world soon. It's just what I believe. Okay. So I want to talk. I, I totally lost. Sorry. Paving the way. This is what I want to talk about. <clears throat> I've battled with every type of. What do you even say? Like. I've, I've got into very some new age, even occult stuff before I found the Lord, um, did the universal God thing, tried Buddhism, tried all the religions, but it was Jesus that changed my life. And then you start reading the Bible getting closer to Jesus or at least, you know, I've been reading the Bible, getting closer to Jesus after I gave my life to the Lord and was got really committed to reading the Bible. And man, I had, I had some issues with certain things that in things I didn't understand. And, and, and years later, I still don't understand. And I've searched for answers and, you know, searching for answers can be really, really dangerous because, the source that you get the answers from, especially if you like the answer. And sometimes it's hard to discern between your spirit lighting up as in give me more of this and it just being something your ego wants. And I, I don't believe 
the Bible is the literal word of God. And I can't believe it because, and I can't unbelieve it because I, I know that words have been changed and books have been taken out. So, and yet at the same time, it's such a mind bleep because I love the Bible. There's nothing that lights me up more than reading it. But yet I've got back on Twitter. I've not under the Live Mana account. And the last three days, it's the same horse S that is always there. And yet it's also so entertaining. It's like it really is the town square. And even though algorithms are what they are, you can still find any information and any opinion that you want and any piece of information that you want. At Reddit's the same way. Now they're censoring speech a little bit, but still, it, it's pretty amazing. It's also just poison. Gosh, dang it. And then, and, and I, watching Christians fight on Twitter over, over their opinion over, I mean, my God, it gets confusing because there's just so many levels of what people understand and what they've learned. And it and it's just a bunch of people talking a different language. And as a, someone that loves Jesus, I'm looking at all this going, well, this would get confusing. It is it's confusing enough. With every denomination of the Bible, it's confusing. I just learned about a new one today, the NSAB. I've never read that before. It's totally different than the Passion Translation and then the, 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 what is it, the, the Word? And then the, there's one that reads like a movie script that I just found that's awesome. But anyway, there's all these versions. But people will fight over which one you should read. People will fight. The King James is the literal word of God. And I'm like, but, it, but it's been changed. And everybody knows it. And trying to pretend that it hasn't been is like it's a lie from the devil. It just doesn't make sense to me. You know, broadcasting from a phone wouldn't be so bad on the software as if you could take those corners like and block it and then maybe do a fisheye or something. Anyway, this is not so terrible. To be honest, it's a little bit more enjoyable than, I mean, if I can't be standing up and moving around, walking around like I like to do, then I'd rather do this because I can still wiggle and then I don't have to be a talking head when everyone's looking like this and that's the same square in your face and it's just talking heads. Man, I'm looking old today. COVID kind of kicked my butt a little bit. <clears throat> 
okay. Modern prophetic movement. I boy, I get sidetracked quick. So I didn't want to talk. Okay. So I was saying that I weaving around this and, and the, the joys of dyslexia and I, some people enjoy it. <laughs> My brain does this, but I, I don't always because then I forget what I'm talking about. And then I look over here and I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I was talking about, Mr. Babylon. So <clears throat> listen, I had a supernatural experience when I gave my life to the Lord. Supernatural. One of the most, it, super, so stinking supernatural. And if, it, if I didn't experience it, my faith would not be what it is. And that doesn't mean that I don't question the blank out of the bleep out of everything. I mean, I, I question everything. And you know what? I should. You should. And that some, one of the most basic questions you can ask yourself, who's teach who, okay. Who's teaching you? All right. Who taught them? A university, let's just say. Who gave them the curriculum? Who created the textbooks that provided the research, that gave the knowledge? You follow me? So, it's not simple. You can't believe, I mean, I learned from working in the skincare world. That's why I have such a pretty skin. Uh, <laughs> I've been in a while and I did a lot of cocaine then. So I did not have good skin when I was in skincare, ironically. Um, although that was really good skincare because it, it did hide the hurt really well. Anyway, lost my train of thought. It's talking about. Supernatural experience. Dad gummit. I love just talking and telling stories. It's so much fun. I just I need to be roped in. This is why I need a team. Because my I mean, I would probably be way more charming with editing. <laughs> probably be a lot more. Way more entertaining. Way more entertaining. <clears throat> I miss do I actually miss doing live broadcasts too. But the live audience. So this is why I need a team because I can wiggle around and then I have someone go, hey, hey, get back to what you were saying, dummy. Wrap it up. Reel it in. Circle back. Boy, I don't like that one. Okay. So I had a supernatural experience and it radically transformed my life. So the more I pursued the Bible, the more I got closer to Jesus the more I got to know myself, the stronger my faith got, the more willing to take chances and take bigger risks and bigger leaps of faith. My, my God worked on my faith. So as my faith grew, my questions got bigger. Things didn't make sense to me. Things I know things were, I, 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 I mean, I've naturally questioned everything anyway, but even things that didn't feel right in my spirit. And 
so because I had a supernatural experience, because I was possessed, because I understand demonic, the people of my pa- in my past could explain. I understand that life. So supernatural, I believe in. I believe when God says that we're going to do even greater works than he. I believe it. But I got to be honest with you about something. I'm having a really hard time believing in tongues. At least the way that it's being taught. This my legs growing thing. I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, I've seen the videos, but I've seen magic tricks too. I see. Now I'm watching this video of freaking. I don't know if you can. Signs and wonders. It's full of it? miracles and supernatural occurrences. What is God saying? So, hold on. The video of this. So this is why I got to figure this out on the phone. Someone help me out here. Okay. So what motivated me to do this video? Because you know, I didn't know I was going to broadcast. I really love broadcasting. I can love this. It's just not how I want to do it. But I love broadcasting. So I'm going to keep doing it. I, that's, I need to wrap that part up too in the, in the story. I, I'm not going to stop pursuing what is in my heart to do, even though all the ways that I normally do it are taken away. I'm going to get the technology I'm going to figure it out. I trust God's plan. It's better than mine. Okay. So these healings, talking in tongues. Now I, I do, I have to say that when I was doing the Saturday night service at word of God church, I mean, I saw a lot of people fall out. I have made people fall out. And then I've also had times that I didn't. And that's embarrassing, by the way. And when I did lay my hand on them, I swear to you, in the times that people fell out, I felt the energy shoot through my hand. Can't explain it. Person fell out. I've never fallen out. Never experienced what people talk about with being drunk on the Holy Ghost. What I see in video looks demonic. What I've seen in person freaks me out. 
But you know, I've always wanted to believe. I've always wanted to believe that it was somehow real and it was magical. But I got to be honest, I've never, in all of my supernatural experiences, I've never experienced that. I've, or I've never, I've felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. I have been consumed and transformed by the Holy Spirit. I've felt the Holy Spirit work through me in ways that blow my mind. But some of this stuff looks just evil to me and demonic. And I don't understand it. And having been away and out of it and away from that kind of church for a while, like, it makes me wonder if the walking around and, like, I mean, I'll just give you an example. Am I, I don't know what I just said. I was just moving my tongue, right? And there's prayer meetings in a lot of these churches. Like on, and you just have a group of people and you're just like walking in circles and you're sitting and you're, and you're speaking out loud and praying in tongues. And it's just a, it's mindless babble, babble is what it sounds like. I never felt different doing it, even in faith and believing in it. And I have tried to, like, my brain has tried to process it and say, well, maybe it's like a vibrational energy thing. Like, you know, like chanting, vibration, vibrating my tongue. You know, maybe it's a meditative thing. Like, what is it really? I don't know. And I don't even know where the line is between this is freaking true and it's not. I mean, just looking at this video. I don't. Fire. Listen to this. There's someone. Oh, I can't even watch that crap. And this is a Bethel church. Like, I'm not. Listen, I. I don't. I really don't want to ever get in, like, knock people's faiths. I mean, I, I think I've kind of bashed more of my own faith than I do anyone else's. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I definitely do that. And it's just because it feels hypocritical and none of it feels like love to me, arguing over Bible verses. And and yet at the same time, we're wasting all this energy fighting and arguing because it says in the Bible, you know, that it's infallible word of God. But man put that there <laughs> like God didn't write it. Like you're inspired by the Holy Spirit, but there's messages that are inspired by, inspired by the Holy Spirit all the time. Like, why would God just stop giving messages? The word of God is downloads. Like, we all get the word of God. Do we not? 
I don't, I'm not, I'm not an expert. Don't come to me for theology advice. Cause I don't know. I don't have a freaking clue. But I'm really questioning it. And I, cause it, it, I'm like looking at it and I know how the camera can deceive. I mean, people can make themselves look skinny. People make themselves look fat. People can do camera angles, do some really wild things. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I'm looking at this, and that kind of freaks me out a little bit. Just it, it – and I'm wondering if this laying hands on people – okay, I know what I need to do here to give a little bit of context. So deliverance. I it's hard for me not to believe in deliverance because I I feel like the six or seven that I've done had impact on me. <laughs> One was negative impact because I'm pretty confident that that possessed me even more. But <laughs> But it is pretty amazing when you have this stuff that is like on its own. I mean, again, someone's praying over you and you're praying and this stuff is like, you could feel it coming out of you. That's pretty remarkable. So I believe in that. I believe in it. But I also believe that you better know who is doing this deliverance on you because in the same way that you can, that, that, that people believe that you can lay your hands on the heel, and maybe so. But what if there's something evil attached to that? I believe in soul ties. I believe you can transfer spirits to people. And with intention, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's, I, I hate this. I hate that that this this is what Christianity has come to for me. I mean, my faith is my faith. It is not changing. My experience with Jesus, my experiences with the Lord, and the Holy Spirit, like. It, my relationships with that. I love the Bible. Something ain't right, though. Something's wrong. Too much fighting within the faith. It almost seems like it's intentional, like by design. Something's not right. I don't know what it is. And this sucks because, like, it would be so much easier to go, like, yeah, I do. I recommend the Bible. It is, it is a, there's no greater book. But I think, like, with anything else, you have to use discernment. And I believe a relationship with the Lord brings that.
And I believe that's why you need the Holy Spirit to read the Bible. So anyway, um, I don't even know what the point of this broadcast was, but this is like I just wanted to broadcast. And I and to bring up this conversation about signs and wonders because I, I don't know enough about the Bible to, to say, you know, like, hey, we should be expecting signs and wonders. That's the sign of a believer if they're doing signs and wonders. And this video seems to be saying, you know, that the people talking about signs and wonders the way that they are, you know, is that's a sign of the, the Antichrist, essentially. And that these churches are doing the devil's bidding. So I'm going to share the video. And uh, I'd, I, I would love your comments on it. I don't know. I just did a 45-minute broadcast to talk about that video. I wanted to play it <laughs> and talk about it. And then I realized I was on my phone. And I don't know how to do that yet. But I'm going to figure that out. All right. So here's the deal. I don't know if the LibMana network will be here by the end of today. Um, I don't know how many more broadcasts we'll have here. Or, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know if we'll keep going after the, the next one that we're about to do. Like, I, I don't know if we'll be there, but we will be somewhere. And we are on LibMana.org. And, you know, even though we don't have an app, if, if we do lose our network, all you have to do is download the homepage icon on your phone. And there we are. All right. Thank you for watching. And uh, I feel like I'm just leaving this hanging. I feel like I should wrap it up with something. I really wanted to play the video. That was the whole point. I mean, that's kind of, first of all, if we have healing power, you know something? I got a question. How safe of it of a practice is it you know the song spirit break out spirit break out you say it enough times like candy man candy man candy man could have a problem right because what spirit are you actually calling on which one because it didn't say it in the song, or at least in the hook. That is the hook, right? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm starting to think that some of these things that I was doing in church was making things worse, not better. I mean, I did like a seance, burning my bills, putting my bills in a trash can,
setting it on fire, or no, putting the bills in a trash can, praying over it. Everyone praying over it. Everyone's hands in the middle. This is like no different than abracadabra. Ooh, my hands. How is this different? How is it different? Healing, protection. But what if one of the people that's putting their hands on you has a demon in them and they're transferring that demon to you? This something something's not right about this. But I'm not telling you to take my this it's not advice. Other than to say, maybe ask about it, use more discernment. I, I mean, I've sat there in, in prayer meetings, in Bible studies, and people are praying on, in tongues while on their phone, on Instagram, harding My legs on a desk. A little more comfortable in my nose than I should be. Like, what is that doing? Man, I just want, like, my heart for God is that I want to do what pleases him. So if pleasing God is I'm bouncing around on the floor like a fish, like having an epileptic seizure, because I'm so drunk with the Holy Spirit. If that's what he wants, then I think make Holy Spirit make me drunk and epileptic ish. I mean, no, not no, 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 like no, not that. I mean, like like if that it does something that furthers the kingdom, if that does something that builds faith, if that does something that makes me more holy, then God make me squirm around like a fish with the Holy Spirit. It scares me. It scares me. And you, it's easy to say you don't understand it, but I've seen it with my eyes, and I was part of a ministry. I did the service on Saturday night that did it, that had people did it. And I don't understand it because I never experienced it. But I'm also willing to throw myself in front of a bullet for God. It's not a lack of faith. I've done the dumbest, like, on, on paper, the dumbest things imaginable to please God. So I'm willing to flop around with the fish 
to have lightning shoot out of my butt or my eyeballs or my fans or my fingers or whatever. Like I'm all for any of it. I want what's real. I want a very authentic and real relationship with God so that I know that the things that I'm doing are authentically for him. That's why I have questions. Because if God really wanted me to march outside of abortion clinics and tell women that they're dirty whores and should have kept their legs together, they should have sewn up her vagina with 10 pound fish wire. If that's what I'm supposed to do to please God, then uh, I'm, I'll do it. I just don't believe that that's what God wants me to do. Boy, you know, when the days of editing, of course, I don't know how many people actually give a crap what I have to say. I don't know if enough, enough people actually watch to want to edit that little clip and make it sound like I'm saying something I didn't say. Doesn't matter. Like, I understand this the concept of withholding and sacrifice and things like that. I also understand suppressing something that feels real. And there's a weird balance between the two. And I do feel like there's a difference. Personal pleasure, satisfaction, feeding lust, excessive use or, you know, I mean, I can see how those things are definitely wrong. But some of the things that we persecute people for, especially fellow believers, are matter of opinion and really ego. And some type of supremacy or the holier than thouness. I don't know. What's real about what we were told is real? Like, I know what I believe, you know, is true. I know, I, I know what I believe the truth is. But the, bigger, the biggest truth that I know is that I don't really know all that much. And I'm pretty smart and educated on a lot of different subjects. And especially with truths. And I have a deep-seated need to know the truth for reasons that I won't even go into right now. Like it is a, it's like hardwired into my DNA, which is ironic because I was such a freaking liar. I mean, it's irony, but I honestly, I think that maybe we're all born to desire truth.
And while I believe that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and he is, and there is only one God, and 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 the and, and my belief in the Holy Spirit, like I believe that those are that is everything. But all the the steps and the procedures and the rules and the laws and the everything else in between. I don't know how much of that is true and how much of it isn't. I don't know how much of what we've been have been told since the beginning is has been truthful. It's hard to know, especially when what we already know is that we've been lied to about a lot. So, like, why would they stop at the Bible? Why would they stop about at our religions and faiths and our origin stories and everything else? I don't know. But I do know that beating people up over what they believe isn't right. Because who knows what you believe? Who knows if what you believe is actually right? You really don't know. N none of us do. I don't even know if I'm right about what I know I'm right about. And I really know how right I am. But do I really know? I don't know. And that's why it's called living in faith. but I don't think that weaponizing our faith makes our faith any stronger. Be blessed. Take care.